seen on an open fire. Oh, this is nice. This is the one of the two songs that Steve Mason claims he can sing. He is wrong. Can he sing? No, not really. Can Steve sing? No? Yes? Have no? you heard him do the national anthem? No. It's, it's passable. It's good. Okay. Right. So that's, it's, that's, it's that's, that's the extent. It's not openly disrespectful. No, it's that's the extent of yeah. his singing. It's not Roseanne Barr. Uh, ooh, ooh, no, that's not passable, <laughs> and it's disrespectful. 31-9, the Rams yeah. beat the Arizona Cardinals this weekend Stop in Arizona. Uh, getting back on a winning path. Uh, it was good to see, and I'm sure it made uh, head coach Sean McVay quite happy. He joins us now. Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't put words in your mouth, Coach. Uh, were you happy after Sunday's oh, yeah. game? All right. Yeah, no, guys did a great job. It was uh, it was outstanding to be able to get back in the win column, and uh, players did a, a great job executing. I love the way they responded really throughout the course of the week, and now another big week for us this week. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, Coach? It's DeMarco. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. I, I missed you this Monday. I usually uh, do the coaches show with you, so uh, I didn't get I a know, chance to man. break this down. Yeah. <laughs> Did you miss DeMarco, though, <laughs> on, on Christmas Eve? I always Eve? miss DeMarco. Oh. No, he's, he's, he's always a, uh, you know, he always makes me feel good. He's always a, a good, positive supporter. That's my guy. That's my dude. Uh, d- did you expect that out of C.J. Anderson? I like how you, you called know, the I, game. I think we all... I think we expected him to play really well. Uh, if you said, you know, I thought, I think, you know, as a coaching staff and really his teammates, they felt like he was going to have a really good day. And, um, you know, to say he was going to go for a buck 67, you know, I don't know anyone said that, but, but he certainly did a great job. I was really just impressed with his ability to pick things up throughout the course of the week. You could see he's a pro's pro. Skip Pete did a phenomenal job getting them ready. And then he delivered in a big way. And I also thought John Kelly really stepped up and did a nice job as well. So, you know, anytime you're able to have that production, you know, that type of production rushing the football, it's always the result of all 11. Um, you know, even the receivers had some carries, and Jared even had a touchdown running. So uh, it, was a, it was a great team effort, but C.J. did a great job. And the bigs up front. I heard they got, what, uh, ATVs or something? Beautiful. They did, yeah. Jared and uh, Todd got them those, and um, it's a, it's a, that's a good little gift, man, for a, a, a demonstration of their gratitude for what they do for them. But do you really want, Coach, do you want – your you know giant important players riding around on ATVs is that really like when you go home at night wouldn't you wouldn't a watch have been made you feel a little bit better a smart TV you know, I, I trust our guys decision making you know I think uh, I think they're safe they're I don't know if they're they're not ATVs they're like I don't even know how I would describe it but it's it's like a uh, it, the thing's got some juice but I think it's a safe it's a safe ride so. Uh, I feel okay about it. I trust our guys' decision-making. Did he get them helmets? <laughs> you have to ask them. I don't know about all that. Golf cart on steroids. Uh, you know, Todd Gurley, uh, I saw him warm up. Um, we didn't know if he was going to play. When did you know that he wasn't going to go on Sunday? Yeah, we made the decision you know, during that workout, and my anticipation was actually that he was going to based on how he felt Saturday morning. Uh, we knew we were going to take it all the way up until kickoff or right before when you've got to put in the inactives, and um, you know, the workout when, you know, when we worked him out, we just felt like that was the best decision for Todd was to let him get another week of rest. And then we'll see how he does this week. Same thing going into this week, game time decision for Todd Gurley. You know, I don't think it'll have to come down that late DeMarco. It, it might, you know, I don't want to say, you know, I don't, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into that, but, um, we're going to take it a day at a time. And I think we'll have a little bit more clarity probably before it gets that late in the week, but, uh, you never know. Uh, Coach, how much of what you guys want to do this weekend is going to be dictated by the results of the games that come before you? Because, 
you know, if the Saints lose, you have an opportunity to get that number one seed back. If they win, you don't. If the Bears win, then you got to win to keep the number two. If they lose, you can't fall down. So how much scoreboard watching do you plan on doing to decide what your guys are going to do on Sunday? Yeah, we don't, we're not going to do any. You know, the Saints, they locked up the one seed last week. So, so they're, they're, they're into that. And then, you know, we, we, we've got to go take care of business. We've got to get ready to win a football game. And we know that if we take care of business, um, then we'll be fortunate enough to be able to get that first round by, secure the number two seed. And, you know, the Minnesota Chicago game goes on at the same time. But our focus and our sole concentration is going to be on, you know, getting ready for a very, very tough football team in the San Francisco 49ers, really well coached and uh, trying to get to 6-0 and in the division and get our 13th win. I just wanted to say, I ran this scenario by DeMarco before the show started, and he did not correct me. So that's why. <laughs> well, he's, a, he's optimistic. You know, he's still holding out hope that maybe something, uh, we, we missed something and we could get that one seed. Like the, or he's just not good at math. Over the Steelers. Yeah, that's You know what I'm hoping for now? I want to see Aaron Donald get four sacks. That's what I want to see. That's great. I mean, my God, Coach. <laughs> I'd, I'd love it. That'd be awesome, man, because if he's getting four sacks, that means he's doing really well for our team. And then to be able to see somebody, uh, if that's what happens, you know, accomplish a, such a major thing, you know, you couldn't be happier for a guy like Aaron. But just what he's done up to this point has been uh, really just incredible, to say the least. And, uh, you know, he's an incredible player, incredible person, lucky to work with guys like that. No doubt. Uh, watching San Francisco on offense, especially the first guy that jumps out is George Kittle. How do you cover up a tight end like that? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be aware of where he's at. Kyle does a great job moving him around. He can really do everything. Really impressive watching him create after the catch. You know, you see the long speed show up where he's finishing 85 yard touchdowns against Denver. He's making one handed snags over the middle against Oakland and, and, you know, outrunning people. Uh, very versatile, can do a lot of different things. Uh, the, the system's a really good fit for his skill set and he's, he is certainly somebody that you have to be aware of. Talking to head coach Sean McVay of the L.A. Rams. The Rams, of course, won 31-9 to over the weekend against Arizona. A uh, much better performance for the team. Uh, this is a little bit off off topic, but we were talking earlier about that uh, how coaching staffs operate in football versus how they operate in basketball and what. Like, where is the the current culture in terms of like the time that football coaches are supposed to be in the office and like the, the whole thing about guys sleeping on their couches and this and that you are a, a, a guy who understands the value of, of family time and all that, especially given what's happened this season. How do you try to balance stuff for your, your coaching staff? How much time do you need them in the office? What do you expect them to do? Yeah, we, you know, we're not, we're not a staff that watches the clock. We, we try to give, you know, a very clear understanding of what we need to get done, how we need to do it. And we try to let guys individually operate and be able to, you know, get, get whatever needs to be done for the following day or for the week's worth of preparation. So everybody has clear, um, you know, roles and responsibilities and, you know, however much time they need to get those things done. We always want to think about the families and, and things like that. That's, that's so important. That's something that we fully believe in here. So, you know, it's not anything where, you know, you're watching the clock or you're seeing who's in and who's out. You know, guys understand what they need to get done, and whenever they do it, you know, it's not like we expect them to just sit in their office when their family's at home. So we want to be efficient and productive with our time, but but make sure that, you know, it's more about getting work done than, than, than you know, being there for a certain amount of time. Have you ever had a situation where you've said, I've done enough for this week? Well, yeah, because I think there's a time where, you know, you, you can really over-prepare, if you will, and as long as you're thorough with your preparation and try to, you know, find a consistent rhythm and routine that 
you feel like it's best for the for the way that you want to operate, I, I think that's important, you know, for your sleep, for your you know, just your overall health, but making sure that you don't leave any stone unturned. And uh, I know that you know, I've been guilty of this. You can certainly chase some ghosts uh, as a coach with some of the things that you can control, and, uh, and, it, and it definitely doesn't help. It only probably muddies the waters. How difficult is it to find that line, though, too? Because DeMarco was talking about the information. The, the, the point of all this is to prepare your team and pass on all the relevant information to the players who have to recognize schemes and coverages and, and go execute. How hard is it as a coach to figure out where that line is between the the information that you need and too much information to try to process on game day? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's a, an ever-evolving process. You know, you, you consistently try to find out uh, the most relevant information, and, and I, I'd say it's a week-to-week thing, but but really, but if you do your studies the right way um, and you try to just kind of make some of these things that can seem complex simple for the players to be able to digest it, because it's about what they know, not what we know, and, and our ability to streamline some of that information in a digestible process that inevitably allows them to go execute uh, at a high level and play without any uncertainty. That's something that we constantly are, are you know, tightening up, figuring out how to do it better and better. And, and you know, I wish I, if I had the answer, I'd be a lot better coach, I think. <laughs> Last thing for you, Sean. Well, one word answer is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Thank you. Come on. No. Oh! Oh, oh, you just, oh no. You ruined the conversation. You know wow. what? <laughs> I'm starting to think Cliff Kingsbury is the most handsome wow. coach in, in football because he probably thinks Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Thank you, Coach. Uh, that was the wrong answer, Coach. It's the first mistake you've made all year. No. Come on. Uh, uh, that's a disappointing way to end it. Well, anyway, good luck in Thank Week you, 17. Sir. Thanks. We appreciate you coming on. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. God, he's wrong. It's Wednesday. He's busy. It, it's, no. it's so disappointing to hear Sean McVay, a, a, a guy of such obvious I intellect. I think he chose the easiest answer to get off the phone. Probably. Yes. No. If, if he, no, he, if was he not. said yes, he would have to explain it. He believed, no. just like I do, that it is not a Christmas movie. I now have the head coach of your Los Angeles Rams on my side. Oh. Therefore, this wow. argument never is over. <laughs> I, you are wrong, Brian Kamenetsky, for saying that I am wrong. I want you to apologize I, 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 to well, Lakers no, Raw. No. <laughs> I will do no such thing. But it is the old lawyer thing that they say, never ask a question that you don't know the answer to already. Yeah. I just went out there. I figured he... I figured, I'm not even sure he's seen Die Hard. Let's though. ask him again. That Let's answer... ask him again after Are the game. we positive, Sean? McVeigh has even seen Die Hard. That was the best answer that probably could have come out. Wow. I was so happy. I started banging on the desk. <laughs> I was so happy he said no. Thank you, I don't, I, Sean. Thank you. I'm not even sure he's seen it. Oh. He's spent so much time in football. I'm not sure he's even seen it. Wow. He should see You're it again. You're just jelly. <laughs> he's singing back then. Wow. All right. Wow, what a disappointing way to end that well, interview. Well, we still got a long show. Yeah. Love that that's how you we end the time. conversation with McVeigh, too. You go, oh, God, that was the worst way to end this. Well, no, he was, ever. he was so like, wrong. He, and he, he sounded so disappointed that that's I like, was, after all this I was, great information he gives you. It's the first time I've ever been disappointed in Sean McVeigh. <laughs> right. That and the one game he yeah. didn't run girly enough. Uh, the day after Christmas, I'm you telling say, you, I'm I think he said that you. to get off the phone. Oh. Yes. At least he thinks Mason was He went no for the block. He thought about it. He went no for the block. He thought about it, and he goes, Jim J. Bullock, no. in, the, Jim no. J. Bullock in the center square. you heard square. was him staring at the PR guy, like, are you serious? Really? <laughs> well, it was a one-word answer. about Die yes Hard on no. Wednesday? I, no, I, I was did. the worst answer he could give, but I that did, made him go I longer. Did, no, I did the thing, though, where you said, let him go. 
So I said one word answer, like real quick. I, you can't do that with Ramona, for example. So, like if you would have said, if you would have said yes, you would have said you're a brilliant, one hundred percent, and have a great coach, day, and have a great day. Done. Because he said no, it went longer. Stop. It's like an extra twelve seconds. <laughs> Ramona can't give one word answer. It's time no. to break. No. Literally incapable really? of it. <laughs> She'll tell you the same thing. There's no such thing as real quick.